0: Their starters, they're averaging 17, 15, 15, 15, 14, which is ridiculous.
1: The thing about Indiana, too, is they played Army the other day. They had 18 turnovers
0: Oh, yeah. They lost two. They, they barely beat Army yeah. and Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. They didn't cover they both w- games. They
1: were supposed. To, they, I watched that Florida Gulf Coast game. They should have lost that game. They were they heavy sh- favorites in they both games. They should have lost that game. They are they're, they're averaging something like sixteen or seventeen turnovers a game. If that's the case, Yukon is going to expose that. Yes. If you have 18 turnover against Army, you're gonna have 20 at least against yeah. this UConn. And then UConn, the difference is Yukon will be able to actually turn those all into baskets. So. Yeah. I at least one I think. Army. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Picks by D podcast, second edition of the college basketball version dylan coming off some some nice winners here yeah u of a1 at duke we gave out texas a and m we gave out tennessee on the first podcast we're three and zero to start the day we start did well the, start the
0: well we got to stay humble though we got to oh, relax we, we got to relax
1: uh, on, on to the next one on to the next day <laughs> so we uh we were at the duke game talk about your experience at cameron Indoor real quick
0: I loved it. I was talking to my boy that got his tickets. He said uh, he said it was one of the loudest it's been in a while there. Really? Which kinda surprised me. I was like, This is cool and all, yeah. but like I feel like this should be it like that every game. Yeah. Like what's what was different?
1: One of the coolest things I thought about Cameron was the lower level is only students yeah. so all the old fucks that just sit during the whole game they gotta sit higher like i love that like mikhail needs to take notes to do that
0: cheer. definitely yeah i mean it was definitely interesting sitting in behind the duke's bench wasn't allowed to wear arizona wasn't allowed to cheer but i was being so fucking sarcastic the whole game bro like just so i could say something so i was kind of just being like a fake duke fan like anything, something happened. I was like, fuck this. Are we going to call anything for Duke? Like, come on, guys. What are we doing? Like, I was just being so sarcastic just so I didn't have to sit there and do nothing all game. Yeah, it was funny.
1: I love that. I love that. Did you, uh, did you end up going out after the game? Yeah, I did. Uh, how were the bars?
0: Uh, we just went to, like, one country bar after. Okay. Not even close to, to Duke's campus. Oh, okay. Like, I, even, I don't even know if there is a bar close to Duke's campus. You at least do, um... not what I found.
1: Do Duke students even like party or anything? Like I don't know. Games? Everyone
0: I met out was just not affiliated with Duke, so I don't even okay. know what was <laughs> happening, to be honest.
1: Well, uh, today, so we're recording this on a Wednesday. It'll probably be out tomorrow on Thursday, so we're going to talk about Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games. All these scores that we're going to talk about are through Kempom projected scores, so we're going to kind of base that off spreads and everything. So without further ado, let's get into two games on Friday. One of the games we're going to talk about is Maryland going to Nova. Right now, Ken Palm has a score seventy-one sixty-six in Nova's favor. What do you like here?
0: Maryland looks awful right now. So bad. They lost to Davidson yep. and UAB.
1: Who's UAB? Davidson, I, I can't figure out yet. I'm not sure. They'll probably. I mean, they're they're always like a mid-major that's good, but yeah. I know UAB is not supposed to be very
0: good. This no, year. and Maryland was. Heavy, heavy favorites both those games. Not a good start to the season.
1: Not a good start. Now you have to go to, on the road to Nova, but Nova also lost to Penn at home. The thing I think I'm going to do here is I'm still really high on Nova this year. Yeah. I believe they still have one of the best players in the country with more. Absolutely. At, right now with the projected score from Ken Palm of a five-point winning... I would take Nova anywhere from three to four points. If they're minus three, minus four, I would take that.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, I mean, statistically, Maryland's three-point shooting is one of the worst in college basketball right now. Mm -hmm. They're both both very undersized teams, and if you're an undersized team and you can't shoot threes, then what are you as a college basketball team? I think, yeah, Nova lost last game, but on paper, they should be like a – easily top 20 top 15 team all season I think it's just because they have four transfers they're kind of figuring things out right now but I don't see them struggling for the rest of the season or at least for much longer
1: yeah I agree with you I also if we look at Maryland last year they got that Seton Hall head coach who got fired from Seton Hall, Um, they were really good defensively last year. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that's only a matter of time before they figure it out defensively. I know they lost to two bad teams, but I contribute that more to your point of they can't play – they can't do dick on offense. no um, i think their defense will be able to figure it out yeah I um and i lean towards an under in this game too as long as it stays under definitely like 130, yeah 138 139 i would take an under on
0: that. yeah maryland's defense hasn't been terrible to start they just can't put points on the board and yeah both teams are severely undersized so it's like if you don't they they don't have an advantage with you with uh, villanova also being undersized so i definitely like villanova to cover if it's at if it's like three three and a half four and a half like you right.
1: said i'll also probably throw in nova money line and some kind of parlay because i can't see them losing to maryland yeah definitely not i have too much confidence in more i i he, he's too good of a player to like kind of yeah. kind of let this thing happen in a back-to-back losses thing especially since they're at
0: home yeah if you're playing small ball and you can't shoot threes on the road then mm-hmm. i have no confidence in them covering
1: yeah it's going to be interesting to see if maryland can figure it out as the year goes on and as they get in the big 10 play but uh right now they look Abysmal. They look so bad. They look so bad. Um, so the next big game on Friday is Georgia traveling to Miami. This is on a neutral court. Right now, Ken Palm has a projected score of 80-76 to 76 in Miami's favor. I really like Miami in this spot. Me too. The, Georgia played Oregon last week, did not look good against Oregon, and I think Miami will just be able to score... 80 85 points against this team easily
0: yeah miami's offense and three-point shooting has been unstoppable so far to start the season it's crazy they're ranked 12th right now and kempom has them at 44 i I I think that's because uh, i think they they might be a little undersized too. I think they're rebounding and their defense is probably going to hurt them throughout the year. Mm-hmm.
1: But if they're putting, their offense looks so. But good. if they're
0: putting points up like yeah. that, then they can give up 70, 75 a game and still probably comfortably win.
1: Ken Palm has their offense ranked as sixteenth, so, which is I mean, to to what I talked about earlier, Oregon scored something like eighty two points. You're telling me the number sixteen offense on Ken Palm can't score more than eighty points. Definitely. It's going to be at least 80 points, and I think they'll be able to beat Georgia easily. I and think I, so too. Yeah. I also lean towards an over in this game. I bet you the over will get set at like 152, 153. Um, as long as anything under 155, I think I'd taken taken over.
0: Yeah, I I definitely I think whenever the spread does come out, it's going to be comfortable in Miami's favor too because it'll be a couple points in their favor, given that it's a neutral site game and it's not in Miami. So that'll help definitely for at least a backdoor cover with free right. throws if you're you know, you're know sketching for the whole game. But, yeah, Georgia has an entire roster turnaround. I do just,
1: think Georgia has a good coach there, that old Florida coach who yeah. got fired last year. This is the second year of Georgia. So I think they have a good coach there, but they're I watched most of that Oregon game and they just did not look good against Oregon. No. I'm not very high on Oregon to start the year either. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Definitely, definitely don't like Georgia right now. Yeah, gotta go with Miami.
1: I'm gonna look to to back Miami. Um, say the spread gets set at Miami like minus eight. Would you take that? Because eight gets a three possession game. Would you take that? They lost by eleven, if I'm not mistaken, to Oregon.
0: I'd feel know? I'd feel comfortable at probably like six and a half. Yeah, I don't know fair. about them. Winning by nine. That's basically double digits. I think so too. Yeah, I would do six. I would maybe do seven and a half, depending on how I did in my live bets prior to that game. That's
1: fair. Yeah. That's fair. What about your uh, favorite game that you're eyeing? for Friday
0: Friday's matchups <laughs> oh yeah I want to get into this Kansas State Providence game that's what
1: I that's the one I had written on t- written down to in the
0: Bahamas that's got yeah, it to be a pick yeah it's got to be so em. and I
1: hope it's a pick because I'm gonna take Providence if it's a me too em. me too did you so last night uh Providence played Wisconsin and we talked about Wisconsin last week on this podcast we were both kind of interested to see because they have their whole team back they look bad in in the um their "Quote unquote preseason, or like their early games. Yeah, um, they looked bad, and then they looked awful last night against Providence. They lost by twenty. Yeah, I'm looking to hammer Providence if they get a pick'em or even an underdog. I hope, I hope they we were given a gift of this or a small spread of like one or two. I'm taking. Part
0: I would, of this. I would do, I would do one and a half yeah. and feel comfortable doing that. Yep. So um, they've definitely have looked a lot better than Kansas State to start the year. Mm-hmm. Kansas State still has. He's going to be out for like at least another six weeks one of their uh, other transfer guards. So they're missing scoring right now, and they know that. One guy has stepped up, but I don't think it's enough. It's just like there's a huge like scoring distribution going on at Kansas State right now. There's like two guys in double figures and then no one else.
1: The other thing we got to talk about is USC beat Kansas State, and USC uh, lost to UC Irvine last night by 10.
0: USC's best two players were out. Okay.
1: They were you're, you're, anytime USC loses this year, I'm going to bring it up because of how high you're on
0: them. Here, here's what I took from that game. Okay. I turned it on at like halftime when I saw that they were losing. I go, what's going on with my boys right now? <laughs> Heart was pounding. Since since the start of the second half, I was like, I did not feel comfortable. It was basically Isaiah doing everything because they don't have anybody else besides ellis and um kobe johnson to like score if you need them to it was him just sprinting the ball up the court as fast as he could and either throwing up a layup or making a horrible pass and turning it over so like i just don't think that they knew what to do on offense without those two and i don't think that they're gonna run into that problem again okay that's fine. but that did scare me though that if there's an injury again or like those guys are out for or another game not
1: even just an injury like Collier's still a freshman. He's gonna have bad games. Yeah. So if he has a bad game again, what the hell does USC do?
0: He scored I mean he was scoring well, but he also had the ball every single possession. Yeah. I was I was worried that like if somebody gets in foul trouble, like who's gonna step up? And oh okay. They did not look good yesterday with that. I mean a ten point
1: loss to UC Irvine.
0: I thought the surrounding guys were like competent enough. To be able to beat a UC Irvine team, but apparently not.
1: It's going to be interesting. I also
0: didn't look into it. Like I don't know if it was like last second; those two guys weren't going to play. I don't really know why they didn't play, but yeah, not not a good sign early.
1: I mean, hey, I took USC on the spread last night because I thought I, I was UC Irvine. Yeah. I looked into UC. UC Irvine was uh, picked to finish in the middle of their conference. So I was like, okay, should be fine. Nope, lost money on that one. Um, But yeah, back to this Providence game. The other thing I really like is both these teams are ranked in the top 50 by Kempom, mm-hmm. so I'm looking them back and under in this game too. Uh, if you look at the history of the Bahamas uh, tournament, the first game that all these teams play on usually goes under because no one's been on the court before. No one knows what the hell's going on yeah. The neutral court so i'm going to look to back an under at this game okay i'm looking for providence as an underdog one maybe one and a half two point favorites and an under
0: yeah i can get behind you on that glad we're on the same same page so far what uh i wouldn't even talk about that game of prior
1: oh yeah the other, like the other thing that sucks about this weekend and having the uh and recording this on a Wednesday is all the tournaments are this weekend so there's going to be some good there's games but games. we just don't have like don't have the matchups yeah yet. we just yeah. don't have the matchups yet yeah. so it is what it is but uh, we at least got this one i still think it's going to be a good game the
0: i weekend. think it'll be a good game like both teams aren't great offensively or defensively they're just like right in the middle right. so it should be close but providence does have a little bit more guys that can score and they're undersized too but they've proven so far that they can rebound and defend being undersized and kansas kansas state's definitely a little bit of a bigger team but their bigs like aren't dominating at all so i definitely like providence to come out
1: what about on saturday any saturday games that you were looking at
0: all right the only game that i was like all right maybe we're talking about was mississippi state washington state okay so I've, there's going to be mashups on Saturday that we just don't know. Right, so this like was like the only them, yeah. one up front that we okay. could see. So right now, Kempom has Mississippi state 72 Washington state 64.
1: Okay. I would take Mississippi state on a bigger spread. Honestly, I love their coach. I'm a little biased because ever since uh, we went to Mississippi State for the football game earlier this week, mm-hmm. or earlier this year, we just we just love to back our dogs now and back Cowbell. And uh, I do think that this Mississippi State team is going to compete in the SEC a little bit. Um, their coach came from New Mexico State, who they won a tournament game two years ago. And uh, we actually met the coach when we were all drunk as shit at the bar before the before the game. <laughs> and we kept, we were talking shit about how Mississippi State needs to schedule U of A. And the Mississippi State head coach was like, ah. I don't know about that one. <laughs> a <little> scared, <laughs> a little scared. But I, 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 do think this. They looked really good against the ASU game. Um, they won that that's that game by like ten points or something. But I would, if, if the spread was eight, uh, according to Ken Palm I would take them on a bigger spread of eight.
0: Okay, this is the one we're going to disagree on. Okay, I like Washington State probably like plus eight and a half or plus nine and a half. Okay, they've only played two games so far this season. Haven't they? Haven't played anybody great. But I think they're going to be a lot better than people early on predicted. So they got like four guys that are scoring over 12 points right now. Mississippi State, they're relying on their defense right now. Not like their offense looks terrible, but their leading score is only at like 13 points. So they have a top five defense right now, Mississippi State. But Washington State is big. They're they're mobile. They got like two guys over like 6'10 that can space the floor. I definitely like them to cover at least a plus eight and a half spread.
1: Okay, okay. What would you say the the projected score was again? 72-64. 72-64, so 136 points. Okay.
0: That would probably be low scoring because Mississippi State's offense is just mid, but their defense is really good. Um, But at the same time... Washington State has played some bad teams, but they're blowing them out. So they've proven that. Like, why can't they be a top five, top six Pac-12 team right now?
1: This every year Washington State gets this like preseason hype that oh they have a couple transfers in, they're a couple good and then they'll compete in the Pac-12 and then they just never do. They, they're when I went up to so I went when I went to Pullman this pa, a couple weeks ago for the football game. We were talking to a couple of Washington State fans. We were talking to them how they feel about the basketball team this year, mm-hmm. and every single one of them was like. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of excitement, but there's always been a lot of excitement every year, and the problem is we're basically a junior college. Because anyone who gets good, they just transfer out. So, That's yeah, but I
0: think they actually had they had a lot of guys return. Okay, so they're definitely older; they're more experienced than last year. I mean, if this was like mid-season or like the back end of non-conference, like I'm not really sure how I'd feel about it. But so far, Washington State has proven that they're a competent basketball team. So. Fair. I like them not to lose by more than double digits, okay. for sure.
1: The Saturday game that I was looking at is Yale and Weber State. Okay. So Weber State upset St. Mary's earlier this week yep. at St. Mary's. This Weber State team uh, looks to be pretty good defensively in early in the year. Right now, Ken Palm's projected score is 74-70. to 70. A lot of people like this Yale team coming into the year just because of how many returners they have, mm-hmm. and um, they're really good offensively. They're extremely efficient offensively. Weber State they take a lot of time off the shot clock, so it should be like they want the they want the pace to be super slow. They're mm-hmm. one of the slowest offenses in the country. They wait till about twenty seconds on the shot clock before they shoot it. So does Yale. Yale waits till there's about eighteen. Both of them are in the bottom fifty in terms of uh, like allowing the, the shot clock to uh, wind down. And so, but the but the difference is uh, Yale has one of the most efficient offenses in the country, top 40 according to Ken So I believe that that's going to be the difference. I think Yale the projected score is three points, 74-70. Seven, I would take Yale at four or five. I think I think they can easily win this game okay. and win it by a decent amount. Okay,
0: I can get behind that. I mean, I I watched a little bit of the game last week. Uh, yeah, like you, like you said, yeah, they move that they move the ball slow, but it's not like it's it's
1: not it's efficient. Yeah.
0: They pass the ball enough so when then they get an open luck. Probably an under is probably pretty comfortable yeah. in that game too.
1: Yeah. I mean with Kempon's projected score of 174 to 70, that's 144. I would take an under of anything 145 and below. Yeah, just because of a time of, time of possession. Mm. I think one of the it was interesting because Saint Mary's is also one of those teams that likes to take a lot of clock off the shot clock, and so bringing in a team like Weber State, you would think that they'd be prepared for that, but they weren't. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if Yale can, because Yale kind of plays like that. So if they can overcome that and 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 win.
0: yeah i like i like the small spread for Yale too mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see how weaver state does just to see was that a flute game yeah. did they just randomly play well can yeah. they can they do that again we'll have to see
1: i mean saint mary's was kind of tied with gonzaga to win the wcc in terms of odds so i mean was that like is saint mary's bad this year i mean we're gonna find out yeah we'll see uh, sunday there's really only one big game right now one game we're going to talk about um yukon and indiana they travel to Masson square garden on a neutral neutral court to play Right now, the projected score is seventy-seven to sixty-six in UConn's favor. I hope that's the spread because I would take UConn. Yeah, easily, easily. Their de- their offense looks so. Their so
0: defense f- is top ten too. Yeah, that's right crazy.
1: Now. Their offense is um, number one in the country in terms of efficiency from the two po- from two point percentage. They shoot the highest two point percentage in the country, and they're the most efficient. They're I mean, it's going to be really fun to see them compete against Marquette and yeah. the Big East. I mean.
0: UConn hasn't played anybody good, True. but they are destroying these teams, yeah. like easily covering.
1: Hurley wants to show like we're going to kill these teams when we're supposed
0: to. Yeah, I was looking at their offense. Their starters, they're averaging 17, 15, 15, 15, 14, God. which is ridiculous.
1: The thing about Indiana too is they played Army the other day. They had 18 turnovers against
0: Army. Oh yeah, they lost to they they barely beat Army yeah. in Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. They didn't cover they, both games. They
1: were supposed to. They, I watched that Florida Gulf Coast game. They, they should have lost that game. They were they heavy should, favorites in both games. They should have lost that game. They, they're a, they're averaging something like sixteen or seventeen turnovers a game. If that's the case, UConn is going to expose that. Yes. If you have eighteen turnover against Army, you're going to have twenty at least against yeah. this UConn. And then UConn, the difference is UConn will be able to actually turn those all into baskets. Yeah.
0: So, I At least one – I think the Army game was like a 20, 21-point spread. They mm-hmm. won by that like six or eight. Same with the Florida Gulf Coast game, mm-hmm. won it by single digits. Yep. They just haven't proven anything so far this season. And I don't care that UConn's been playing garbage teams so far. They look unbelievable on both yeah, ends we'll of the court. To,
1: but, yeah, if the spread's 11, I will gladly take UConn there. Yeah, i take them as high as like 14 and a half That's what probably. I was going to say, too. I, I, I would take them high. And I'll definitely take them on an alternate and throw them at a parlay. They, I think UConn kills Indiana.
0: I agree. And we – yeah, and just like the earlier game, it being on a neutral court, mm-hmm. it's not going to be as many points as it would as if it was at UConn. So definitely a little bit of an advantage there.
1: Yeah. So we didn't have a lot of games to talk about today, but what we'll do in next week is so we'll, we'll start to recap all these tournaments that are coming on. Uh, this week we'll kind of see what we see what we don't see um, and then look look ahead to some lines next week too so until next week you got anything else you want to say to the viewers dylan go cats man yeah go cats they got a game on friday and sunday this this week we played two uh little little sisters of the poor teams belmont on friday texas and commerce on uh, sunday yeah bear down
0: do you uh did you watch the duke kentucky game last did.
1: kentucky looked really good in my opinion
0: they did and then they started to get cold, but mm-hmm. I forget his name, the their little guard off the bench that was just hitting every three. He was in foul trouble most of the second mm-hmm. half, so
1: maybe they – I mean, Kentucky played Kansas. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Kansas is the best roster in the country in, yeah. in my opinion. So the fact that they were – Kentucky was leading for most of the most game of it, yeah. and competed at a very yeah. high level, I mean – we got, I mean, I kind of liked it because I live back Kansas with, like, five minutes left. They were plus, plus 180. I was like, oh, I'll take this on the spread and yeah. the money line. So, I liked that. Woke up to a nice, uh, nice winner. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I was really impressed with Kentucky and how they compete against probably the best team in the country right now.
0: Yeah, and they had a lot of questions question marks coming into the season. So, mm-hmm. it's a loss, but not a bad loss not at whatsoever.
1: All. I do think... I'm surprised with how bad Michigan State looks to start this year. Yeah, I mean, I watched that whole Duke game, and I thought the James Madison game was kind of like a okay, we'll wait and see because James Madison is going to be a good team. They'll they were preseason favorites to win the Sun Belt. Yeah, they did not look good against Duke though. No. They did. I didn't think Duke's guards played that well, and Michigan State prides himself this year on their guards and their guards looked even worse yeah
0: so i'm, I'm going to the michigan state game next week yeah so i'm and so am I. i'm hoping they don't figure it out and turn it on that game so do I. but i also like i'd prefer to play a 3-4-0 michigan state team over a michigan state team that's already dropped two games yeah i
1: agree with that too
0: so I don't know.
1: It's, it's going to be interesting. Um, we'll both be at that game next week. I'm excited. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, uh, make sure to give us five stars. It really helps us out. Until next week, thanks for being healed, Dylan. Bear yes, down. Sir.
0: Thanks for having me.